Victoria's regions are winning their share of tourism visitation through a combination of natural resources, clean air, fresh produce, creative talent, some government funding and some very clever marketing born out of necessity when COVID shut down most of the state. There are events on almost every weekend and on March the 18th and 19th in the Yarra Valley there's a herb and chilli festival at Wandron. There's every type of herb and dozens of hot, hotter and hottest chilies. And if you can take the heat, a popular chilli eating contest. Graham Kemlow spoke to the man behind the 11-year-old festival, nurseryman Clive Larkman. Now, I know Gippsland has its garlic show. I think that's been yep. on in February. What, uh, what, what made you decide that uh, it was good to have something like this in autumn? In the Arrow Valley, is it, do, the, do these things all tie in together? Yeah, well, we live in the Arrow Valley, and we've got a pop in the Arrow Valley, so that's that one. During the, the 90s and the 90s, my wife and I did a lot of fundraising for Rotary and football clubs and things. And we remember we said, why don't we do a, an event for ourselves at our property at London? And we decided to do a herb festival because we just started growing herbs for the Renaissance Herb Range in Victoria. At the same time, a couple of friends said, why don't you do a chili festival? And we thought, well, a herb festival won't get a lot of people, but a chili festival will, so we'll do a herb and chili festival, which means we can get the chili herbs, but we can also get the people who don't like chili, there's things there for them as well. So that's why it's a herb and chili festival, and that's why it's in the Yarra Valley, and the autumn is very simple mash. The best weekend in the year, supposedly for weather over the last 100 years, is the long weekend when they have moved. So the second best weekend is the one after that. You know, it's turned to autumn now. Are people starting to think about meals that might require heating up with things like chili? Now, we're still in that, um, that post-Christmas now, post-holidays, and they're now starting looking for events and fun things to do. Um, yeah, our range of food's huge, and I think Melbourne's aren't quite as seasonal as we think they are. They, to them, it's just good food from different parts of the world. Right. So how long have you been doing it? 2012 was our first event, and we missed 2021 due to some bureaucratic stuff-ups with COVID. Yeah. And what oh, yeah, sort of numbers do you get to the event, Clive? Well, last year was a record number, which was just over seven and a half, about 7,200. Wow. That's fantastic. It it's, runs over... On Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So um, most people coming out of the city love to go to the Yarra Valley. It's, a, it's our food bowl, obviously, but there's also this wine and there's all the other things that... I find it frustrating with our tourism bureau because... To me, the Yarra Valley is, is a valley of festivals. From sort of mid-spring to mid-autumn, there's virtually an event on every weekend in the Yarra Valley, if not more than one event. Under an hour's drive on a weekend from the centre of Melbourne out to the sort of start of the valley. You know, the only slow parts are becoming sort of bright and sandy and late because there's no freeways there. But the rest of the time, it's almost always under an hour from every hour in Melbourne and you're out in the valley. Do people just come as families, or do you get busloads, or how do how do they arrive? We don't get as many busloads as we'd like to get. We get we target two audiences. We target the um, families in the sort of um, outer east and the eastern suburbs, the hills of Melbourne. Because that's why we have um, under fourteens free both entry and for the kids to get in. One customer actually told me it's cheaper than babysitting to come out for the weekend. They they love it, but we're also targeting the foodies of Melbourne. The people that just love good food and good music. We have really good entertainment on. And we just want to come and spend a day sitting there with friends, 
having a quiet drink in the outpost section and listening to the music and sampling really interesting food. Right. So in terms of the actual herb and chilli content of the weekend, do people want plants or do they want well, products prepared? We have 85 stalls booked this year. Right. And they range from – we have a business selling herbs, so we sell the chilli plants. And we've got about 30 varieties of chilli in pots from about 1 litre to 10 litre pots. But we've also got um, – we have a thing called Hot Sauce Alley, where it's five of – the best hot sauce companies in, in Australia selling their best sauces. And one guy's just told me this morning that he's releasing something really special at the festival. They don't tell me what it is. Some of the other guys, they release their new hot sauce every year at our event. And they've got a, a crew of followers that come along every year just to get stuff. We have probably eight or nine stalls doing sort of rubs and herbs, spices and blends and mixes for your cooking, which either don't have chilli, or if they do, they're not hot, hot chilli. They're a more balanced one. We have six or seven stores selling alcohol. We have um, chilli vodka, chilli gin, chilli beer, plain beer, local wines, local beers, herb beers. We have sugarcane juice. We have hot chocolate with chilli in it. We have handmade sodas, so all the drinks. Then we have salamis. We have um, fairy, chilli fairy floss this year for the first time. We have someone doing peanut brittles. We have... Three people doing different cheeses. No, all of them are hand-picked. Um, the ones we don't have are the things like baked potatoes and hot dogs and hot chips right. because you can get them anywhere. We have Tibetan guy. Then we've got this West African dude, real big guy, and he, they just full of the greens and yellows, colours their country. And It looks like he's got half the element on his barbecue. It's just such a big bit of meat, and he's full of life and fun. So how long do people tend to stay at the event? Is the Four to five hours. We still have two crowds. One that arrives around 10 and stays to sort of two-ish. Another one that arrives about 11, 30, 12 and stays to about four. You can make a day of it or a half day of it at least. Yeah. We probably have maybe, we probably sell 100 on weekend passes. People come for two days because there's four stages running all day each day. Right. What's and you most... can't physically in two places at the same time. Okay. What's the most unusual herb that uh, you're finding people are interested in? Oh, we sell ashwagandha at the moment, which if you listen to all the health food shops, that's one of the most upmarket in trendy ones. We have some of the Japanese herbs, the shizos. Um, and and just big blends. We've got two people doing blends of Sri Lankan herb mixes. Okay. So it's not the actual herb itself. It's the ratios and the blends and the flavors. Yep. And we're going to do Tibetan food. About the chili. You grow the chilies, obviously. We got the chili plants. Yeah. So has um, has Melbourne got a taste for uh, for chili that perhaps one um, have? It has. It, it, um, we've watched it change over the last ten years from us being eccentric to being pretty common now with people eating chilies and there's little mini chili festivals all over the place now. Okay. So, but the good thing is um, we're slowly coming down off what's the hottest chili to what's the nicest tasting one. Right. Okay. Well, Clive, it sounds like you've got a terrific event there and uh, all I can do is wish you well. The Herb and Chili Fest is March the 18th and 19th at Wandon in the Yarra Valley. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.